Hi everyone and welcome to the Effortless Weddings podcast. My name is Heidi, I'm your host, a marriage celebrant in Melbourne, and each week I talk to a wedding industry professional about how we can help you with planning your wedding. Not anyone else's idea of a wedding, your wedding, an event that is meaningful to you. We guide you through figuring out what that means with the aim of making it all completely effortless. Today, I chat with marriage celebrant Josh Withers from the sunny Gold Coast. Very well known across all of the Australian wedding industry, Josh is a professional who not only works his ass off to give all of his couples the best ceremony possible, but he also strives to equip all celebrants to do the same thing for their couples. Performing weddings all over the globe, as well as running two of his own podcasts, this guy has some great industry insights and advice that's especially relevant in the current climate, but also important for anyone who's had to rethink their idea of what their wedding should look like. So without further ado, here's my chat with Josh, and I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Josh, and welcome to the Effortless Weddings podcast. How are you going? Hello. I am well. (laughs) I'm in Queensland where it's sunny and lovely. Yeah, we've got a nice day today in Melbourne, but that's just today. Who knows what will happen tomorrow, (laughs) as you know. (laughs) Yeah, thank you for taking the time to record this with me and give our lovely couples out there all the information we possibly can. You tend to specialise more in elopements, that would be correct? Uh, look, I, I actually, I think a lot of people think I specialise in elopements, but I, uh, I actually like to spend my time kind of halfway between kind of what you might call your large, big weddings and, and elopements because they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, uh, they're, they're like two different muscle groups. You know, you yeah. know, if you go to the gym and you only work out your arms, you will have a really awesome you know, upper body, but your legs will be all, be all slack. Like elopements <laughs> yeah. and weddings... Yeah, they're, they're like working out the two different kinds of ceremony because they're two very yeah. different kinds of ceremony and I love doing yeah. both of them. Yep. And you have the Elopement Collective, is that correct, with your wife? Yeah, so my wife, Britt, runs the Elopement Collective. Uh, she um, started maybe five, six years ago and, uh, yeah, it takes us around the world creating elopements. It's epic. Yeah. And with COVID, has that been a struggle, I imagine? <laughs> Yeah, like obviously elopements um, are a COVID type wedding, so that's good. But mm. uh, you know, this was our year we were supposed to travel the world, and mm. um, literally as we we're recording, supposed to be in uh, in New York today for a wedding. So yeah, I'm not obviously. <laughs> no, no. Are things picking up though now that restrictions are starting to ease? Are you getting more local stuff come through again? Yeah, so the restrictions easing isn't isn't really um it's not the the massive blessing we're looking for because mm. everyone wants their grandma from London to come or their brother from Melbourne or you know yeah uh, so yeah I, I feel like the wedding industry won't be um a hundred percent until uh, until all the borders everywhere are open because because mm. weddings are the time when we we ask people to come to a physical place and to care for us and yeah. it's you know being cared for in person is much more different to being cared for you know, over zoom or something like that. You know, yeah. it's, um, there's a, there's a reason that the couples find a long distance relationships difficult because there's a real nuance in being physically with someone yeah. uh, and, and a wedding is a time where you want your favorite people to be with you. And, yeah. uh, you know, at the current moment, not a lot of people can be with people. Yeah. And you tend to want to hug and kiss and shake hands and dance the night away and all that sort of stuff. So do you have any yeah. main recommendations for couples going through wedding planning at the moment? Yeah, look, if, if, you, if you're okay with getting married without people being able to be there, like I want to say people, I mean like you know, grandma from mm. London or brother from Melbourne or whoever it is. Like, yeah. So if you can get past the, the borders having an impact on your guest list, 
um, which yeah. is a real issue for some people. Not obviously for those people, they've just they've just got to wait. Um, yeah. But uh, if you so, if you're okay with that, then moving ahead, you know, I would um, I would advise people to just to have have some flexibility and date. Like for a long time, mm-hmm. for a long time, I've been trying to encourage everyone getting married to. Uh, change the way they choose their wedding date. So normally yeah. you would go to a wedding venue. I love this venue. You fall in love with the venue and the venue says, we've got this Saturday free. And I'm like, I'll oh, take it. And you put money down and then all of a sudden that's your wedding date. It's being dictated by, by wedding venues availability. And mm. a wedding venue obviously has a major impact on your wedding and what it looks like and how it feels. But also the rest of us do as well. Your photographer and your band and your celebrant. We all have a really direct impact on how your wedding feels and, and how it kind of mm. plays out. And uh, I, I like, I, I love my venue, so I'm not anti venue, but I'm just saying your venue is just one part of it. So when choosing that date, just have a little bit of flexibility and, and it might be that you get your, get your team together. You know, you might say you choose me and them and him and her, and you get, get everyone involved. This is my team. And then you choose a date and yeah. maybe it's okay with it being a Tuesday or a Sunday or a Friday because mm. uh Especially you know, for the next twenty for the next twenty four months of the wedding industry, date thing is going to be hard. Uh, yeah. And if you're locked in on a single date, you're saying this is my date. You know, this Saturday in March is my date. You're going to um, have a whole lot of pain as you lock in that date with the venue, and then you try and find a photographer that you, that is a available. B you love mm. their photos. C you love them as people. And then mm. you do the photos, and then you get a celebrant. You find a celebrant. You love them as a person. You love their style. You love their personality, and you love their business kind of offering. And it's yeah. going to be really bloody tiring. And so my, mm. my advice would be to find a team first and then choose a date so that you're not going through the pain of trying to align all of that together. Yeah. And do you think that in six months, 12 months, whatever the time frame be, that the industry is just going to explode again? Like as we start seeing more and more restrictions ease, more and more of life getting back to a new normal, um, borders opening, things like that. Do you think that everyone's going to go, okay, we want to book and lock down a date now and that it's just going to go crazy? Yeah, uh, I, I'm really interested in what the long-term effects of, um, of, the, of COVID and the mm. lockdowns are going to be. You know, there's, there's, there's two schools of thought. One is that there's going to be this explosion and the second is that there's going to be this kind of um, uh, a little bit like the Great Depression. After the Great Depression, mm. people were, were still quite conservative and for so many mm. years. Even though World War II kind of broke the Great Depression and you know, kind of ricocheted the world in a different direction financially and kind of sociologically yeah. and whatnot. Um, you know, I kind of hope I don't have world war to break this one, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, like, like it's, it's interesting. And, and honestly, if I knew the answer, I'd be a much richer man. Cause I'd probably yeah. know a lot of numbers as well. Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> okay. And so for people who are still more keen to have the bigger wedding, um, do you mm. have your favorite ways that you like to do that main pieces of advice on how people can achieve their day, the way they foresee it? Yeah, I suppose it's important to recognize, recognize that that you aren't signing up to have a Pinterest wedding or a textbook wedding uh, yeah. or even those other words that people use like traditional wedding or my least favorite word in the whole wedding universe, which is non-traditional. Yeah. I hate that word just because it doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, what even is traditional? It's not a anymore? word that means something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it just, like, are you talking about that from a Croatian point of view, a Roman Catholic point of view, a mm. Fijian point of view? Yeah. Um, uh, or if you're oh, a Fijian point of view, do you mean Fijian Indian or Fijian, you know, uh, like yeah. native? <laughs> and there's, yeah, it just, the word tradition um, 
like it, it's it's become a bit of a swear word because yeah. like traditions aren't bad like like mm. if you if you look at a tradition just in your own relationships or marriage or you know where, wherever you're at in life if you look at the traditions you do like oh every every tuesday night's taka night like that yeah. is a that is a hot sick tradition like let's not <laughs> let's not be non-traditional about tacos like let's get really flippant traditional about tacos like i am here <laughs> it is tuesday night serve me up a crunchy old you know, taco so, so traditions aren't bad it's just sometimes um, traditions are forced upon you. You know, yeah. it's like peer pressure from dead people that, mm. uh, you know, my grandma did this and, and, and so those kind of traditions can be yucky, but that's not a true, that's not necessarily a traditional problem. Yeah. That's a problem of either you not having the, um, uh, I suppose the guts to kind of decide that this is how we as a people do something mm. uh, or you haven't got, you haven't got the relationship with your parents where you can't talk about that. And so, so traditional and non-traditional isn't the issue. It's like, actually being able to talk to family and friends about how yeah, things happen. So, definitely. you know, I would, um, I would just, just really know within yourself that, that you guys are big kids now, that you are, you're a big dog, you know, you're planning a wedding, <laughs> getting married. You're kind of, you know, for so many people, you know, they've got mortgages, they've got kids, they've got mm. animals, you know, like they're, they're, you guys are adults now. And so know that, you yeah. know, that, uh, that whether, whether it's having a wedding cake or not having a wedding cake or whether it's, mm. you know, walking down the aisle with that or walking down the aisle together, whatever it is, Know that yeah. you guys are in charge, that you guys are big kids now. You get to choose the wedding. You know, a lot of people say, oh, the wedding of your dreams. I'm like, cool. Like, yes, you can have that. But also you get to have a wedding that actually represents you as who you are. Yeah, you don't have to put definitely. up with all the, all the definitions from Pinterest and blogs and blah, blah, blah. You can, you can actually choose to do you, which is way yeah. better than anything you'll ever find online. Oh, totally agree. And I guess a lot of that comes down to trusting in your suppliers to a certain extent as well and being able to have these conversations with the people that you want to book to get some yeah. ideas, some guidance. Yeah, 100%. You've, 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 you've got to better have those conversations. You know, like mm -hmm. a, I, I see a lot of wedding vendors, like this is a shout out to the wedding vendors. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of us talk about, um, you know, we'll have your wedding or you'll do it your way. And the tip is most couples don't know what that means yeah. because this is the first and hopefully last wedding they ever have. And so mm. there needs to be some leadership and some kind of help from the vendors to actually lean in and say, look, I know you've never had a wedding before. Here's some, here's some uh, advice. Like I've kind of heard you talk about X, Y, and Z. And mm. so with my experiences as a, as a celebrant or as a photographer, then when you say you want X, Y, and Z, I'm thinking of ABC and, you know, like just some really nuanced conversation yeah because because uh, it's 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 it, it deserves that like yep. this is this isn't a day that we can do over again like we're, we're not going to do a run through we're not going to do a rehearsal of you know even if you like you, like I, I don't love wedding rehearsals but even if you do a wedding rehearsal that's still not a, like it's not really a rehearsal because you're not going to you don't go through the rehearse, whole thing you know, how, well no you're, but you're not even going to rehearse how drunk uncle jim gets and you're not going <laughs> to rehearse you know how's your mum feeling on the day you know like <laughs> all of those things this is real life and so yeah. so you need to be able to equip, equip your vendors and your venue with just who you are so they can actually you know rep you on the day and actually be really awesome about that yeah and i guess part of that as well is you yourself you don't work off a script during the ceremony do you no i um i i, I don't i don't present well like that I actually yeah <laughs> i like to actually kind of respond to the moments and um and talk about the couple and talk to and with the couple um mm. uh, like as if we all knew each other as if we're all friends and yeah. hopefully we are yeah and take into account how drunk uncle jimmy is or how 
out of control <laughs> or in control the guests are. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just, it's about reading the room. You mm. know, like I, uh, I've got a friend who's a comedian and, um, and you know, we, we talk about celebrants reading from scripts. And he's like, I just couldn't imagine doing that as a comedian. Like, mm. yes, I've got jokes and I've got paper, I've written them on, but I had them all in my mind and I know the jokes back to front. Like I know, yeah. he's like, I know my jokes. And he, um, he goes, uh, I, I bring them into the room and I read the room and yeah. I, you know, I, I need to, I need to walk into the room and be smart enough and into uh, like emotionally intelligent enough to know, oh, that, that bit planned, it's not going to fly. You know, <laughs> like a good example. I was, uh, I had a, had a meeting with a couple this morning and I was talking to them about how I, um, I walked into a once and I just didn't realize call me stupid. I just didn't realize that the couple, male and female, the two people getting married, yeah. I didn't realize they were Italian. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> they were just normal, they were just normal Aussies, you know, like I just yeah, didn't yeah. really kind of, never really clicked that the, both of them were like, I know when I say Italian, I mean like really Italian. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so they weren't, they weren't wearing an Italian flag to let you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, and so I walk into their wedding and it is, like everyone there is just looking at me thinking who the F is this young bloke and where the hell is, is, is father bill? <laughs> Cause they were expecting a, a priest and I walk yeah. in like, I am not a priest. <laughs> and I, I had to read that room. Like I, cause yeah. I want to win the crowd over. I, I want, I want, I want your nonna and everyone to enjoy the ceremony. Like I don't, I don't want to kind of yes. like, uh, you know, abuse them with this ceremony. Like you are going to have a fun, awesome ceremony. I'm like, oh, no, I want, I want Nana to enjoy it. I want Nana to get involved. And yes, you know, so that's, that's a real skill to be able to read that room. Yeah. It's definitely a tough skill. I, I think you can get better of it over time, but better oh, at it over time, I should time, say. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I think that um, the more time you spend with the couples, the better you can get to know them, the better you can get at doing that as well. Yeah. But which is like, that's, that's the main thing I do. Like I don't, I don't do questionnaires with my couples or ask them for their questionnaires. I just, just spend time, it's just time on the yeah. ground, just getting to this know each other. This is what's so amazing about this industry as well is that all of, all of us across celebrants, photographers, venues, like we all do everything so differently. There's something out there for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, oh, it, we it, like it. It's, it's a place <laughs> where we can be creative. We can be, be ourselves. And mm. weirdly enough, in us being ourselves, people invite us into the wedding and say, Hey, can you come and be yourself at my wedding? <laughs> it's yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's a bit of an honor, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like it. I'm, um, I'm a, I'm a proud me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you should be. <laughs> yeah. And for those that are heading more down the path of elopement or, you know, smaller ceremonies, um, particularly in the times we're going through right now, do you have any particular advice as to how they can make that really magical? Yeah, look, um, I, and look, this is advice towards weddings as well, but I'll, I'll talk about it through elopements because I see it happen a lot in elopements. Yeah. But uh, it's important to know that, that your elopement isn't a pig that we've got to put lipstick on. <laughs> like I, I always see people trying to add things, trying to like, oh, I'm going to make this better. I'm like, no, no, mm. like an elopement is a really simple, beautiful thing. And you don't need to make it better. Like if the two yeah. of you, if the two of you are present and just like you're in some, on some epic hill or some forest or park in the middle of town, whatever it is, like you don't need to add arbors and aisles and seats and red carpets and mm. blah, 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 things, blah, more like a, even um, like this is, this is real nuanced advice. Uh, mm. Don't like, if, if you've got an, if you've got an elopement that's kind of away from civilization, like on a hill or, mm. you know, a bit of a hike, 
Don't bring yeah. champagne. Like champagne sucks mm. if you're not on tables and chairs and you haven't got like yeah. a kitchen. <laughs> like, 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 have you ever tried? Like, I always see people trying to assemble those plastic champagne glasses, popping yeah. champagne bottles. Oh, we didn't bring a bottle. Like, it, it sucks. Like, stop trying to stop, stop trying to put lipstick on a pig, and yeah, just acknowledge yeah. that your your wedding as it is, or your elopement as it is, is just beautiful. And all the yeah. all the little things we add is you just um just make it a little bit better. You know, we'll just make it a little bit better. Yeah. We'll just do a little bit thing, a little bit thing here, a little bit thing there, and just make it a little bit better. And yeah. um, you know, just so. You know, like seats are nice because it's nice to sit down, but, you know, approach everything through that lens, not approach everything yeah. through the lens of we need to act this crap because that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. And so like what kind of reasons do you find people tend to choose to have an elopement as opposed to the bigger wedding? Look, there's a lot of people um, who, who get the elopement collective involved in creating their elopement mm. who just, they just want to be married. They, they yeah. don't necessarily want to have a wedding. And I think that's a really thing, really good thing for people to recognize that, um, that a wedding isn't a required thing. A, a, a wedding is a luxury item, mm. uh, a little bit like coffee. Like I know we all mm. kind of joke about, you know, coffee, you know, being an important part of life, but if yeah. you never have a coffee again, you'll live a long and fruitful and happy life. Like you'll yeah. figure it out. Um, it's a luxury item. So mm-hmm. when you go and spend your five or kind of bought a coffee out there, it was $8 just for a long black, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, that, that was, that was a luxury item. Yeah. And, uh, and that's okay. Like I got to choose, am I going to have a luxury item? And, and I did, and we're all welcome to have luxury items, yeah. but it would, like if I got on this podcast and it started bitching about the price of coffee, um, mm. you'd be like, Oh, you know, pipe down, Josh, you're having a luxury item. Like you're, yeah. you don't have to have a coffee. So you don't have to have a wedding. Yeah, uh, which is which is what I would say to everyone on um, any kind of wherever you are in your getting married um, situation. Like, to, you can just get married paperwork only. You get a celebrant mm. like one of us, and we're we're in a cafe, we're at your kitchen table, whatever it might be. Yeah, and we um and we can just do the paperwork, and you're married. Um, ta-da, mm. you're married. Everything like whether it's an elopement. Um, elopement is just a, a, a slightly more well, not slightly. It's a much more beautiful version of that. Mm. Uh, where you say, um, I want to get married. I don't want the hula, but I still want to mm. mark the moment. And maybe I want to get a few photos. And then, yeah. and then you just, and, and elopement can have some guests at it. You know, maybe you know, two, four, 10, you know, 15. Like, you know, once you start popping above 15, it's a bit, it's yeah, actually yeah. becoming a wedding. Because yeah. the, the difference between a, a wedding and an elopement is that a wedding is for everyone and an elopement is for you. Yeah. A wedding is a public event, and uh, mm. and when you're eloping, it starts becoming that. It's okay, but just acknowledge that it's a wedding. You know, don't yeah. try and make it to be something it's not. Yeah, I really like that actually. How you explain that—that that an elopement is for you and a wedding is for everybody else—because that's totally true. You always worry at a wedding: is everyone having a good time? Is the food good? Is the entertainment yeah. good, etc. Whereas at an elopement, you don't have to worry about any of that. No, like that's such a blessing because yeah, like hopefully, like even if mum and dad are there, like you don't have to worry like, oh, they really enjoy the ceremony. And like, well, they will because, you know, you've got yeah. one of us. Like it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Um, <laughs> but you don't have to worry about, I hope, hope everyone dances. Like, well, you're not doing any yeah. of that. You, you're, you're relinquished from any of that stress, which is mm. really cool. Yeah. So I think elopements might end up becoming more popular as a result of COVID, which um, like you say, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. 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 And they're they're, they're you, definitely, they're definitely on the increase. Yeah. Yeah. And have you had much experience with people wanting to stream their weddings or zoom their weddings or anything yeah. like that? So like a few people do that. Uh, most people, 
Like, like, so I just um a friend got married and his uh, his now wife is um is Indian, and so yeah. hundreds of people from India watch the live stream. Yeah. But generally speaking, most of most Australian people have got a smaller friendship group, and mm. uh, you know they're not too stressed on whether everyone watches or not. You mm. know, it's more so. It's more so just letting the moment be what the moment was. You know, like not all of us have to be at everything. You know, not all of yeah. us have to. Like I've got a friend who like he goes Facebook Live on everything. He's Facebook Lives three or four times a day, and a oh lot of us are like, yeah. and like, and it's cute. It's just like you know, Facebook Live from the cafe and has yeah. a chat. And I'm like, uh, yeah, a lot of us are kind of we don't care that much. <laughs> my life is certainly not that interesting. <laughs> my life, my life's interesting. It's not even that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. And so, have you? Got any ideas if I said to you, can you think of a wedding that may be one of the best weddings you've ever been a part of? You know what? Like, cause I can talk about locations. Like um, I've, mm. I've done weddings in, in New York and in Tuscany and Iceland and Bali and New Zealand. And there's been some pretty, some pretty epic days. <laughs> like I'm, I'm I, like, I, I can talk about the epic locations and like, they really mm. are really cool days. Uh, but honestly, like the best wedding, the best wedding I've been to, like I can still remember it. It's just where all of the guests were just present. Like they were just so excited yeah. that the couple were getting married and that the ceremony that I was presenting wasn't this presentation. It wasn't this, wasn't like a show. It was just mm-hmm. an acknowledgement of um, the two people getting married and how good that is. And everyone was there for that. Like that's the best yeah. wedding I've been to just at a local wedding venue. I uh, like, like, like not a bad venue, but not like, well, it's not like, it wasn't that great. Like it's just a regular old wedding venue. Yeah. It wasn't but necessarily was, Tuscany. Every, all, the, all the guests turned up. <laughs> It wasn't Tuscany, no. <laughs> yeah, when, when we get there on the day as the celebrant, a lot of what we do is, like you, like we talked before about reading the room, we're sitting there thinking, mm. is everyone here into this ceremony? If they're not, can we get them more into the ceremony? Because that really seems to make the day, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely it does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's important. Like, it's important just to be, mm. just to be there, which yeah. it sounds like a really thing to say, but... And I go to a lot of weddings, I go to a lot of weddings mm. and a lot of them, the guests are like, all right, wrap it up with us. We're waiting yeah. for the bar. When does open. the bar open? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think that it's kind of, it's like, I not take that as a challenge to get them involved. Um, but I think it sucks. Like you can get a beer anywhere. Like, shut up. Yeah. Like if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're that low on beer, go spend the 20 bucks and get a four pack from the bar. Yep. Bottle, you know, you don't have to. <laughs> Like this isn't this isn't your beer kind of moment for the day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, do you think that's good advice for couples is to really consider their guest list? And I'm not saying don't invite drunk Uncle Jim, but just really consider about how many people you're inviting, who you're inviting, what kind of vibe you yeah, want on the yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, like don't do obligation invites. Like, mm. like a no one wants to be your obligation invite, and b you don't <laughs> want to pay for obligation invites. Just yeah. have your people there. Like, who are your people? Like, these mm. are the people that just get around us and just cheer us on. Like, have those people there. Like, yeah. Because they're, they're the people I want to see at a wedding. And they're the people, yeah. and honestly, you'll experience your day and you won't give a crap all your, all your, your obligation about it to turn up. Like, you know, yeah. Tom, Tom from work and your aunt Sally yeah. who you haven't seen. And, yeah. <laughs> no, I completely agree. So then in terms of possibly one of the worst weddings or things you can think of that may damage a wedding or hinder it being a great day. You know, it's funny. It was like, I think of uh, a wedding I had in the Blue Mountains um, and the father of the groom threatened to flatten me. Um, Stop it. He was, uh, 
Now he called me a few few choice words, and the reason wow. was because I I asked everyone, including him, um, the couple of us, that all your cameras would be put away, and uh, you know, no need to have cameras. There. We've got a photographer here, we've got a videographer. Um, they're just like you'll be present, mm. and um, and I did that, and uh, and and he was getting his tripod and his camera, and I just kind of um, said, oh hey mate, they've asked that everyone wouldn't have their cameras out, and um, so then I. I I didn't realize it was an issue. And um, he comes yeah. up to me and he goes, oh, I'm going to flatten you, you. And he always called me words. It was, um, so, you know, I, I feel, I feel like from that, I walked away thinking that dad doesn't know how to champion his son. Like that yeah. dad thought that, the, that dad thought the best thing he could do at his son's wedding was photograph it as opposed mm-hmm. to the best thing he could do would be to actually cheer his son on. Like, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, but I I feel I felt sorry for that dad. Like I'd also mm. I didn't want to get flattened. I thought if I did, no. it would have been a like a, can you imagine, can you imagine the Facebook post from that? Like look at celebrant <laughs> beating them up. Beat them up. It would have been the best. But uh, <laughs> uh any publicity is good yeah. publicity, right? <laughs> any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. The couples that would have booked you after that would have been like, Hey, I've got this really troublesome dad. <laughs> <laughs> Can you come and bash him up? Can you take care <laughs> of it? Or be bashed up by him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either way, do, can we just not deal with it? Can you deal with him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what sucks, a time like to you be said. Alive, hey? Yeah. I yeah. honestly, I can't believe that happened, but at the same time, I kind of can. It takes all types to make the world go around, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you have any particular ways in how your process works? So once a couple contacts you, what's the, how does the inquiry mm. process go? Uh, look, it's, it's much more simple than you'd imagine. Like obviously there's financial mm. things, you know, um, I pay a booking fee and then I pay the invoice um, afterwards, you know, the rest of the invoice afterwards. Yeah. Uh, but there's, um, there's only, there's only uh, three things. Well, you know, one point, so 2.5 things that we need to do. Um, the point five, 1.5 is the paperwork. Um, mm-hmm. One being that there's the notice of intent, which has, to, has happened one month before. And the point mm-hmm. five is the, um, it's because there's a declaration that needs to happen beforehand. And so a, a paper yeah. form declaration. And uh, we usually, I usually do that at one of those meetings um, that we have yeah. beforehand. But so aside from the paperwork, which is the 1.5, the only other thing that really has to happen is we just have to get to know each other. We just have to talk yeah. about like what's a, what does a good ceremony look like for you guys? And, and it's okay to not know anything. Cause it, like, honestly, I, I prefer if people say nothing, I don't know, because that means we can, um, we can work with that. You know, we can, yeah. we can say, well, what about this? And you can tell me it's a bad idea or, and we can, we can suggest things and, and mm. you know, action things and talk about, talk about how do we, how do we make a great, how do we make a great um, ceremony for you? Not that we'd just make a great mm. wedding that would, be a good wedding you know for whatever but it would actually be a good wedding for you mm. and uh yeah so I, I, put, I put a lot of a lot of effort into that into trying to create a moment that's really awesome like you said that comes back around again to just meeting up regularly getting to know each other and that traditional versus non-traditional like i think i hear from couples all the time that they want to move away from traditional weddings because they feel like they've been to the same wedding a hundred times, but then when you start talking to them about ways they can do that, they go, Oh, but aren't we supposed to do X, Y, Z? Cause that's what you do at a wedding. So I guess yeah, yeah. a couple that has a bit more of a blank slate is, um, is a fun couple to work with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This is like someone who doesn't know what they want. Um, mm. but does know when you ask them questions, like, like they're able to make mm. decisions. It's just like, oh, I don't know what I want. Like that's, that's a really awesome opportunity. I love that. Yeah. 
And for people who want to find you, how can they find you? Um, so my name is Josh Withers, W-I-T-H-E-R-S. And uh, my website is that joshwithers.com.au or on social, I'm uh, at hello Josh Withers. So um, come and say That's hi. Easy. <laughs> if, uh, if you... If you need a celebrant and, uh, and if um, the host isn't available, then I'm always yours. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go anywhere in the world, Josh is definitely the guy. <laughs> yeah. um, and you've That's got your cool. own podcast as well, don't you? Yeah, I've got the Rebel's Guide to Getting Married. Uh, and, uh, and if there's any celebrants listening, we've got the Celebrant Talk Show with my friend Sarah Ed. That is a good podcast. I can vouch for that. I listen to every episode pretty much as soon as they're released. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. And do you have any final thoughts, tips, advice for any of our couples out there listening? Yeah, look, I'd, I'd, if I could say one thing to everyone in the world is just to, to know that, that your wedding is your wedding and just mm. have everything and have nothing. Just, just do you, you know, you're in yeah. charge. You're the big dog. Now you get to decide who comes to your wedding. You get to decide what you have and what you don't have. And, and if mm. there's, yeah, like I, I like to use wedding photography as an example and I'll go out mm. on an end where wedding photographers will shoot me down. But um, if photography isn't important to you, don't hire a wedding photographer. Like, they are all, and, <laughs> but, but look, honestly, no wedding right. photographer Ballad. wants to work at a wedding where they're not wanted. And, yeah, and so just valid. mirror that decision out to everything else at your wedding. Like if yeah. you love something, have it. If you don't love it, don't have it. Um, yeah. Just don't, don't bitch and whine about, oh, weddings are so expensive. It's just like, well, no, it's, you decided you wanted things. So have those things and you're allowed to have things because you're a big kid yeah. now. Um, and so if you, if you follow that train of thought and you have things that you want, then, then you're not whinging about how much things cost because you're like, I just, I wanted these things and they cost that much. And that's, yeah. that's how you should approach weddings and, and honestly all of life. Yeah, well, it makes things a hell of a lot less stressful, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me yeah. on the podcast today. Oh, thank you for making time for me, Josh. I really appreciate it. I know that you're busy. <laughs> thank you so much. As always, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Effortless Weddings podcast. Give the Instagram at Effortless Weddings a follow. This is where I promote upcoming episodes and also ask you for your feedback on who you want to hear from, what information you need to know and what areas you might need a hand with. If you happen to have some positive things to say and might like to encourage others to join the tribe, give us a little review on your preferred podcast streaming service. And to keep hearing more great wedding advice from some of the best in the industry, Hit subscribe and get notified each week as new episodes drop. Once again, my name is Heidi. And if you have any questions, ideas for an episode, or even want to share your wedding planning stories, feel free to get in contact. Thanks again for listening. Keep doing happy dances. And remember that life is always better when sprinkled with cheesy love stuff.